Welcome to the Green and Growing Podcast with Sarah Nurswick and Hannah Wedger. The mission of Green and Growing Education is to empower agriculture teachers to find fulfillment through connection and community that will really cultivate confidence. Get hyped for new ideas, inspiration, motivation, and candid conversations with agriculture teachers just like you. Let's Let's go. Friends, you are tuning in to an episode of Green and Growing Education, where we have a recording from June 2021's virtual coffee. We've had a lot of you that have requested to have these um, recordings on uh, on an episode as a podcast so that you can listen to them in your car, whatever it might be. So if this is your first time, maybe you missed the June virtual coffee, um, you're going to want a notebook and you are probably going to want to access the content that Miss Abby Brown is sharing about vision casting. No worries. You can still access it. Um, so if you go to the green and growing Instagram, then what you can do is click on the link in the bio and you'll be able to sign up for the virtual coffee portal. And what that will allow you to do is it will allow you access to the secretary's notes where you can then find the vision casting document that Miss Abby has talked about. This is a fabulous session, especially for right now and as you head into the school year, um, thinking about kind of what are your goals and it might be something that you want to use with your officer team or with a class. Um, I can just really see a lot of different ways to be able to use this. And I am so excited for you to give it a listen. So I will start out just by saying hello to everyone. I'm super thrilled to have been invited to speak about this tonight. And like I said, my name is Abby Brown. And you may have seen me online on Instagram at Fun Farmers Academy. Um, that's one of the things that I talk a lot about on Instagram, but I'm just like you, I'm an ag teacher. And I think I will, I will go into this by saying there are probably two different groups of people that I may be talking to. And one group of people sees the title of the session is about vision casting and they are on board. They've done their vision board. It's probably like hanging on the wall behind them and they're ready to go, right? And then there's probably another group of people that saw the title vision casting and they're like, I don't really know about all that. I'm not really, you know, I I ain't trying to cut some pictures out of magazines and put them on the wall. You know what I mean? Like that type of person too. (laughs) I, I will say that I am somewhere in the middle there. Um, so I can relate to both sides of that fence. Um, and I think maybe that's why, um, I got into this because I see a lot of people that are, that are super into that kind of thing, but myself, I needed something a little bit more concrete that I could do more than just hang on the wall and look at, you know, so, um, that's where this comes from for me and moving forward. I want to go ahead and just point out that although everything that I say may may make me sound like I'm really smart in the area of vision casting, it all came from this book that is right there on your screen. It's called The Vision Driven Leader. And so if any of this resonates with you, go ahead and pull up your Instagram or not your Instagram, uh, your Amazon 
and you could have this in two days or something, right? Um, it's a great book and I'm going to reference it. It is actually written from the perspective of a business leader, right? So it's, it's written as if they were talking to a business leader. But I'd really like to take a minute and, and give you an idea for how you could apply it as an ag teacher. Because in all reality, we have a lot of similarities to business leaders. And so that's what I'm going to show you. But for real, if you are into this, you need to get the book. It's wonderful. Michael Hyatt is the best. Yeah, so your chapter is definitely a business. I totally agree. So um, let's just start by saying, who is this for? Again, it's written for a business leader. Like the book is written for a business leader. But I believe that having a vision is for everybody. But because I know that I'm speaking to a, a niche crowd here of, of folks like me, um, I would argue that it is definitely for FFA advisors. It's for chapter officers. Um, and this is just being, you know, I, I'm just touching the tip of the mountain, right? There's tons of other people, but in multi-teacher departments, I think this is great because if we're not both aimed at the same thing, it can kind of be a struggle um, to make sure that we are, you know, working towards the same goals. Um, but the book starts out by having a whole chapter that's dedicated to the question, are you a leader or are you a manager? So I like everybody to kind of think in your head to begin with, like, Am I a leader or am I a manager? If you've been to Germinate before and sat through that battle board session, we talked a lot about that in there too. It's a very important concept to kind of wrap your head around because those are two different things. A leader creates vision, a manager executes the vision. It's not bad to be a manager, but it's really not what we're meant to do, right? Um, somebody's gonna have the vision and if you are the leader, it should be you who thinks about that. It, it should be, or it, it can be anyway, if it's not already. So I think sometimes these opportunities for us to get together and talk are really a good opportunity for us to bond over some similar stories. So I'm curious if anybody in the chat or you can unmute, I love an unmute. So just feel free to interrupt me. Don't even be mad about it, okay? Somebody tell me, describe a teacher that you know that is a manager, and maybe they think they're a leader. Somebody describe for me a teacher that you know that is, at, and we don't have to say the names because, you know, we're not trying to, we're not trying to throw anybody out there in front of everybody, you know, but <laughs> describe to me a teacher that you know that is actually a manager and they think they're a leader. I'll give you a second to think on that. Marinate, maybe it's you, maybe it's me. I don't know, you know, who do you think? Okay, Kendra, there's gotta be a story here. Dolores Umbridge from Harry Potter. When I think about scary teachers and teachers that don't cast vision, but they think that they're in control, I think of Dolores Umbridge. <laughs> so who else is the Harry Potter person out there? <laughs> <laughs> lots of friends here are Harry Potter people but I am not so like it's such a foreign language to me such a foreign language but I love that you are not yeah. a Dolores <laughs> 
Oh gosh, that's so funny. Okay, so there's some other things there in the chat. Yeah, I somebody that comes to mind to me is um, I had a friend before that I taught with. She wasn't ag or they were not ag teachers, um, but they were teaching um, technology and stuff, and they had a skills program, and they were always doing like things that seemed cool, you know. But like, I'm not really sure where they were headed. You know what I mean? Um, and it's the things that they did were great, but it never went anywhere because I'm not sure that they knew where they were going. And that's the type of person that I think of too. I know some of y'all are thinking about something in your head and you're trying to share it right now, but I know you got stories in your head of all these people, right? <laughs> so just, if you feel like sharing it later, just, just come on with it. You can interrupt me later when you feel like sharing. Okay, so now that we know that who this is for, let's talk about the why real quick. Why is this important? And to me, it's because like I just said a second ago, that teacher that I was describing, right? Without a vision directing our strategy, we take whatever opportunities seem good at the time and the plan works great until it doesn't, right? So I know somebody probably can think of some stories in your head of things that seemed real great at the time and, you know, you did it, but it really, it worked until it didn't, right? Um, so again, in your head, I want you to kind of think about what have you done over your tenure teaching or whatever, you know, that seemed like a great idea at the moment but it actually wasn't. Another example, and again, this is where I feel like it always makes me feel good when I log into these meetings and feel I feel seen when other people share stories that I could totally relate to. So does anybody have a story for me of something you said yes to that you probably should have said no to? Because in the end, there wasn't really a lot of value. Also, is there anyone out there that's like me that has a hard time saying no to other people's vision? <laughs> I see some hands. It's so tough. Like, man, especially when it's somebody like at your school who, you know, like they've been so supportive of you or a community member that like, is such a good person and they've, you know, supported everything. And then they, they want you to go this other direction. Maybe it's an alumni chapter. Like there's some stories about that man, right? Um, and they're so great, you know, and their intentions are so good. And so you just want to say yes, you know, even though it may not align with what you're trying to accomplish, you know, it just may not align. And that is really, to me, the value and the why behind creating a vision, because then once you have this and you're solid and you believe it, you have a very strong foundation from which to decide what is a good decision and what's a bad decision, or even what's a good decision that could be good and what's a great decision which really could be good, you know, and we want to go for the great. You could wear yourself out doing good things, but if you could find the great things to really grab a hold of, then that would, that's where we want to do. I see some great stories in the chat. Sleigh rides for the community festival, right? Time my principal convinced us to put gravel in the courtyard, but we couldn't get any equipment on. Oh my gosh. Yeah, there's, there are some 
things that we've all done. It does. Does it not make y'all feel better though? When you see these things in here, maybe that's just me, but man, when I see y'all tell me these things in here in the chat, I'm like, it's not just me. It's not just me that has to deal with this. Right. And again, the people mean really well and they're great things to do. But when you're already doing all the things, you've got to prioritize. And this is what can help you prioritize. Okay, so I'm really hoping that you can at least understand the why, even if you're one of those people that's like vision boarding. I don't know about that. Okay, just go with me for a minute because it's going to make better sense. Okay, so the overall broad idea of what you're trying to do is right here on your screen. You're going to figure out what you want. What do you want? Okay. And then you've got to ask yourself these four questions that are around the corners here. Is it clear? Does it inspire? Is it practical? And can I sell it? So when I say, what do I want? There's a good quote in the book that says, take the best from the past, leave the worst back there. All that stuff y'all just put in the chat. That's maybe the worst. I don't know. Okay leave the worst back there, and then go forward into the future. The idea is that the things that you think about what you want are beyond what you currently have. If you're just writing down what you already have, then it ain't a vision. You know what I mean? It, that's just a statement about where you're at. But what we're doing is we're trying to look ahead and set, it's kind of like goal setting in a way, kind of like setting smart goals for yourself, but it's a little bit more marketable in this format. Okay. So take the best from the past, leave the worst back there and go forward into the future. What you're not looking for is a mission. Okay. A mission is great, but a mission tells you things like who you are, who you serve, what problem you solve, those kind of things. It doesn't say anything about what you plan to do, right? And who you plan to impact and the, um, the role that you serve within the community kind of, that's, that's a little different, okay? So it is not a mission. It is a, a statement about where you're going. And I'll go a little further into each one of these steps. I like something very concrete. So at this point, I am going to drop a link in the chat. Give me one second. Copy link, let's see. And this link, okay, so that link, I believe that link just went out to all of you, perfect. Yes, because y'all are popping up on my canvas screen now. That's awesome. Good job. Good. Everybody's doing so good. Okay. So now, first of all, I'm going to need you to make a copy of this before you start typing on it, because I've already made a copy of it. So if you type on it, it's not going to mess me up, but everybody will see what you're typing if you don't make a copy of it first. Okay. So you make a copy of that. And I know ag teachers. Okay. You're going to sit here and listen to me and you're going to think it's great but you ain't going to do it later if you don't do it now. Okay. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you would do it later, but I know a lot of ag teachers would probably not do it unless they do it right now. So I want you to actually open this Canva docu document, make a copy, and I want you to be typing on it while I'm telling you 
some prompts that might help you think of what to write, okay? Because this, now yours does not have to look like mine, but it's easier if you have a place to start with, right? This is where I came to after reading the whole book. All right, it looks like what you can see in your Canvas screen or what's on, if you're still on the screen that I was sharing, it's also there. And it's divided up into four sections. Again, this vision casting thing that's all written out in this book is intended for business leaders. But what's really cool is that I can walk you through the prompts that are included in the book. I'm on page 75, just in case you want to jot that down if you get the book, right? And I'm going to point out to you exactly how it parallels with what we do. And then I want you to, the goal here for me is for each one of you to have at least one statement in each one of those boxes. One statement about the people, one statement about the products, one statement about the marketing, one statement about the impact, okay? And then you, you'll have a start and it's a lot easier to finish that later on, okay? Now, if you wanna get more than one, then you could go for your dreams. But for now, let's make it doable and let's do, yes. Okay, so thank you for the update. There. Okay, so people, the future of our team. Okay, so let me read you some prompts. What kind of teammates do you want to attract? What characteristics do they all share in common? How do they work? What is their work ethic like? What do you do to attract top talent? What is your compensation philosophy? What does your benefits package look like? Why are prospective employees attracted to your company? What makes people beg to join your company? What does your office environment look like? And why does that matter to you? Okay, now I've just read all those prompts. They're clearly aimed at a business leader. But when I read all that stuff, I hear recruitment. Okay, which is, it's the big deal for an ag program, right? Recruitment's a big deal for an ag program. So that's, it's, it's on page 75 of the book, questions for prompting vision, okay? So when you hear that list of questions, you can start from what I had on there, right? I said, our leaders possess impeccable character, passion for agriculture, and a proven track record of balancing schoolwork with servant leadership opportunities. They work consistently to build up other leaders within our organization. Okay, now there's other stuff down there to go to attract these leaders. We offer real world opportunities for leadership development, blah, 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 right ever. Like whatever you're thinking, how do you attract the best of the best? Because... How many of you have ever felt like you were just a dumping ground? I've heard people say that a thousand times. Well, if we're not going to be a dumping ground, how are we going to make sure that the best of the best kids are signing up for our class? Right? That's important. We've got to make sure that we are doing what we can and we can only control so much. Sometimes there's, there's aspects of that that we can't control. I understand that, but what can we do? Okay. Now moving on to the products section. This, in my mind, is about school-based enterprises, okay, because 
if you don't have school-based enterprises, you could delete this section if you wanted to. Maybe it's something else for you. What results do your products create? What value do they deliver? Why do your products help? Who do your products help? How do your customers feel when they use your products? What's the user experience like? What does your production creation process look like? How do you choose what to offer? What makes your products superior to those of your competitors? Because if we're gonna sell something to our community, we want it to be a product that they want, right? And we want them to have a good experience as if they were dealing with a business. Whether that's them coming to a camp at our school or buying a Boston butt from a sale that we've created. We want it to be the best, right? For them, we want it to be comparable. We don't want them just supporting us because it's a good cause. We want them to support us because it's a good cause and we want them to get a great product, okay? So those products, things, I've centered that around school-based enterprises. Okay, now um, I would love to pause and let y'all do that, but I also understand that I'm on time limit, so I'm gonna keep on going. Um, sales and marketing. To me, this is all about how do you tell your story? Because we do have to tell our story in order to gain, you know, support. What markets do you serve? How large is your customer base? How do you reach them? How much does it cost you to acquire new customers? Where's your cost? What's your cost per lead? What's the lifetime value of your customer? How do you see your marketing sales and customer experience teams operating? What's their role in customer acquisition and retention? Again, the book is obviously written for a business person, but you could be thinking of ways where you could kind of bend that a little bit to think about how you tell your story to your community. And there's some examples on there too. Who is your community? Who are you trying to reach? You know, because then that kind of tells you maybe how to reach them. Okay, and then the impact is all about numbers and metrics that matter to you. Okay, so what are your results? What is it? Is it that you want to produce a certain number of things? Do you want certain grades? Do you want certain dollar amounts coming in? Whatever it is for you, that's in the metrics. Okay, now the four questions and again, if this is interesting to you, the book is like where you got to go to dig deeper into this. But the questions that you have to ask, ask yourself, and it's kind of a re reflection revision process is, is it clear, right? After you write it, is it clear? Does it inspire you, others, anybody? Does it inspire? Because if it doesn't inspire, people aren't going to grab a hold of it, right? Is it a far enough reach to where it's inspiring to people? Is it practical? Now you'll see on here where I've kind of incorporated the battle board idea into there. Because to me, if you start out with a vision script, your annual plans like your POA, right? Then your quarterly goals are kind of like your battle board. Your weekly objectives are like your officer meetings. Can you actually break it down and accomplish these goals, right? Is it practical? And then can you sell it? Because you're going to have to sell this vision to others because you are selling a dream that you have that others can't yet see. They're not seeing what you're seeing, but they can. And you've got to kind of lead them down that path. Can you sell it? Okay, so um, I will leave you with this question because I know some of you are maybe in the process of developing yours. 
And I hope that you'll spend some time, you know, continuing with that. Once you develop that, what would you do with it? Because it should be a document that doesn't live on your computer, right? It should be something that could be useful. So drop some ideas in the chat, maybe, of some ways that you could use this. Um, for me, I think it's a great way to, you know, send it out at the beginning of the year to all your stakeholders, you know? Um, it's, a, it's a living document. It can change, obviously. Um, but it's something that gives them an idea of what you're working for. And then they, they know how to support you and lead you down that right path. Um, as y'all are typing that out, I want to give you some encouragement because I know people respond to encouragement too. Here's, here's my deal for you. If you'll send me your vision script, if you'll finish it tonight, tomorrow, whatever, and send it to me. There's my email, send it to me, follow me. I'll select a, a winner and I'll give a gift certificate um, to be used on my website for whoever would like that. Um, so send it to me to be entered into win. Okay, I love the ideas in the chat. Are there any questions? That was fast. It's a lot of information in a book to put into a 15 minute thing, but I'm telling you, you gotta get the book. There is a question from Rachel. It said, should the advisor create the vision script or let officers lead that? I think that's a personal preference. Um, and, and I think there's not a wrong answer there. I love the idea of the officers helping to create it. Um, but I think that kind of depends on whether or not they're at that stage where they're ready for that. Um, I, don't, I don't think you could go wrong either way, honestly just kind of maybe depends on the age of the chapter officers too. In middle school, I'm not so sure that they'd be ready to do that. Um, but high school, yeah, for sure. They could be a part of the process. Well, I have put um, Abby's information into the chat and we're putting that into the secretary's document as well. So you guys can find her super easy um, and make sure you follow her. She has all the tips, all the tricks, um, especially for hosting your own camp if you followed her this last week as she was hosting her camp this week. Abby, thank you for always being a part of the Green and Growing, you know, team and speakers and all that. And we can't wait to have you, you know, at Germinate. You're speaking at Germinate too. So um, thank you so much, Abby.